speech on. Shuffle. Ugly control. Button. Ugly team. Tom. Ugly team with words. Ugly team with words. Tom Decker. Ugly team with words. Tom Decker. Inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Search. Out. Back button. A show about accessibility. Advocacy. Speech And equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. Outlook. On Radio Western. My brothers and my sisters, we are the blind and we have bonded together. We have built the legacy of hope and determination. We work today with love and commitment, and we welcome tomorrow with faith and imagination. We have learned our value, and we will not give it back. We have taught each other to explore the limits, and we have not found the boundaries. We have cultivated the power of collective action, and we will not release the bond of hope. Let us shine our value. Let us live the lives we want, and let us go build the National Federation of the Blind. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Sorry about the intro there. There's some te technical difficulties, actually, I think, from my phone. So my fault on this end. Uh, but uh, we well, sorted it out, so. Yeah. We're live on um, Radio Western this morning, on a Monday morning, final uh, week of May here, and uh, you're listening to Outlook. That is correct. And we began today's show. Normally we talk right away, but we began with a speech, a clip from a speech from, I think, a few years ago, 2015 or something. Yeah. Uh, president R uh, Mark Riccobono, who is the president of the NFB in the U.S. National Federation of the Blind, yeah. Yes. And relating to the National Federation of the Blind, we our show is inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind, which is the same organization, same philosophies, all of that, but the Canadian version of, of the NFB. So we wanted to start off with that speech uh, just because it kind of encapsulates what we're going to talk about today, which is the convention that we had here in Canada uh, just three weeks ago now, just over three weeks ago. And I like what he says in there, my, the two words that sort of just stick with me, because just listening to him, like, it makes you think about like these orators and these people who are able to give speeches that are rousing, inspirational things. But he just, his two words that he used were faith and imagination, which is kind of what you need to have to get through life. And um, these conventions are, are great because they let us get together and uh, you feel more empowered when you can hear stories of other people and know you're not alone and, you know, then show the world that we're, we're you know, we have an imagination and that's how we get through. But, um, but yeah, so today we thought we would um, start by explaining how the convention went for us there in Vancouver in um, Burnaby. Yeah, so like I mentioned, that was three weeks ago and we've been wanting to do a show on it but we had a couple couple busy weeks yeah. uh, with Mother's Day and um, lots going on yeah so happy Memorial Day to any American listeners uh, like I said that speech was from the US and uh, we will hear from our the president of the Canadian Federation of the Blind in the clips we have coming up but but yeah the first day this wasn't a longer convention this year uh, two days or three technically and the first day, so the theme was employment empowerment, because that is a big issue in the blindness community. And we're doing a lot with that issue, trying to make things better there. But um, the first day, I guess, 
we started with a um, a seminar about employment, right? Yeah. So um, just a quick quick to recap. Last week we talked about the first day when we got to Vancouver. Yeah, just our adventures. And the, the adventures. Carrie going to the aquarium and me going to visit my friend, taking the Sky Train. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little summary if you missed last week's episode. But, but then yeah, Friday we had, it was down to business. Yeah. So we had one day when we got there, jet lagged and all to to do what we wanted to do, sort of um, more relaxed and chill. And then the next day, we got right into the convention with the seminars in, beginning in the morning on the Friday, which was May the 3rd. Yeah, so they invited um, a few American um, guests. Which was nice. There which weren't, was nice. There weren't any last year, were there? When it was in Victoria? I don't remember if there was one, but I didn't notice. Yeah, I, don't I was new to the convention, the whole thing. Not that I recall. But this one was just good because we're, you know, like you said, NFB, CFB, it's, you know, blindness, a sort of thing was blindness has no borders. So we can all share the same issues and, you know, support each other even when we have different things going on in our, you know, different countries. But um, so the first guest they had was a woman that I met last year. Uh, she lives in um, Washington State, Seattle. And she's quite the little ball, like she's a small lady, but she's got such a presence. Um, so her name is Buna Dahal, uh, and she's from Nepal originally, but she's lived in the States for a long time. And uh, you can check her out, uh, dynamicbuna, B-U-N-A, dot com. And she's a, she's a public speaker, philanthropist, very... Humanitarian. Works. Yeah, as you'll hear in a couple clips that we have uh, ready to play. She is, like Carrie said, very outgoing, very inspirational, and just... Has Infectious. quite the presence and energy, energy and yeah. yeah, so it was really great to have her there. And like we say, we're we're from different countries, but like Carrie said, blindness has no borders. So it's always important to have, you know, all of all of the perspectives and all of different uh, countries and cultures and everyone involved. So it was great that they were invited and that we there's a there was another American that we'll talk about as well who who mm-hmm. was there. Um, but yeah, you can find uh, Buna online, as Carrie said, and. Yeah, so she host or she was the I don't know what do you call it. She ran the employment seminar. Right, in the morning, yeah. Yeah. Because she uh she's good at getting people to speak up for themselves, I think, kinda, right? Like say what you need and what you deserve, what you you know. I don't know. I don't know what all she's seen in her lifetime, but Yeah, it's hard to know, right? Everyone has a has a story and a quite the experience. Um so yeah, it was a great seminar in the morning. There was a little bit of dis- disorganization in the morning, sort of figuring out where to go well, and where everyone was. Well, it was our first time. I, I wanted to get on a committee to learn how to plan one of these things. And, you know, you you can do all the planning in the world and then you get there and, like, part of it is there is the blind people running it. And it came off very successfully, in my opinion. But yet, it's hard to keep in touch with each other and know where the other person is, you know, you know. We got to get started. Well, we came up with a lot time. of ideas, you know. Next, next year, having yeah. walkie-talkie so that we can actually we can communicate with each other if we need to know where someone is. I mean, it's better with um, phones and texting, but it's still not. So yeah, for events on. like this, like when I when I was involved with Share the Land, they had walkie-talkies and it yeah. worked really well. So, events like this, it, that something like that would have helped. Anyway, I mean, it, it all it all worked out and it all turned out uh, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if if you're ready, Carrie, I think we'll play this first clip of Buna yep. from the morning seminar so that listeners can get an idea of her personality and presence and just yeah. what what she brought to such an amazing convention. I wasn't in the best advocating shape of my life at that time. But also that's yeah. when the organized movement also plays a big role, like yeah. the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Is that right, um, Elizabeth? Are you here, Mary Ellen? Yes, that's yeah. 
that's when the the move the blind federation movement plays a role too when we are organized together we can become that force definitely yes yeah. so nancy i'm gonna put you on the spot and nancy. by the end of it all of you may say we don't like that buna anymore okay <laughs> well, so far i hope you like it i hope you won't say then you won't say we don't like that buna anymore are you part of our movement <laughs> Are you me? Yes. Donna? Yeah. For sure, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. What did I call you? I called you Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> are you are part of our movement. For sure. Yeah. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. All right. So that gave you a bit of an idea of her personality and presence. Mm. Yeah. She, she just sort of gathered us all together and you know we were all sort of sitting at the back of the room in chairs and she's like come on everybody move up move up come on and you know she put us all on the spot asking us a few questions about you know what we're doing there like what are you doing here you know um just sort of to get us thinking about why this sort of thing matters so that was great but uh, i wanted to do an interview with her um but it was really hard to schedule these interviews <laughs> yeah so when we went we went to the convention we had this the plan to you know, take people aside throughout the convention and do little exclusive interviews for our show. And it, it would have been great. But unfortunately, this the convention is so fast and there's so much going on and it flies by and it just it didn't really work out how we had hoped. Um, but we were still able to get these clips from the seminars. And then Carrie did get to speak one on one with Buna. Um, unfortunately, it was a bit of a loud. A bit, Everybody was stuff, breaking for lunch. Some stuff going on in the background, but it's still still worth playing uh, for everyone to hear. Um, so yeah, that's a little clip from the seminar in the morning. I don't know if you wanted to say anything else about the the seminar quickly, or if you want me to move right straight to the. Yeah, well, I think we'll clip. talk about it in the future because, like I said, this issue there's so much to talk about with employment, and this convention really had a lot of that. That wasn't all we talk about, so that's why I was doing more of a broader overview this time. But yeah, no, it was a great seminar. A lot of people talking about their experiences in the workplace. Yeah, someone working in a group home, and it was a bit of a situation to get in there to get um, hired by the like we said employer. when we had, our, we had our mom on the show a couple of weeks back. She works at a group home, and you know those are the kind of things too where it's fast paced, and some people may think you know a blind person couldn't possibly work there, but it just depends on the per person. And Donna has that kind of you know that kind of personality that she she wants to work there and do her part. So. Um, but yeah, so there was a lot of talks about employment, and I think we'll we'll talk about that. But um, it, going back to the broader idea of you know why we have these conventions in the first place, I talked to Buna about that a little bit because I just wanted to find out. You know, I wanted to share with her why I'm here in Canada making a difference, and I want you know I want better for my country than we currently even have. And this week is a National Disability or National Accessibility Week. <laughs> we just had a day a couple weeks ago. Yeah, all these Very days different. and weeks and everything. But anyway, that's, you know, that's an issue. And uh, she just helped me, sort of pepped me up a little bit about the whole thing. Sometimes can feel kind of fruitless and I don't know if I go far to say hopeless, but I know <laughs> it's, a bit it's, it's a lot of work and it's, it's such a gradual progression, but it, you know, I think... It, we're doing something and we're not just sitting around doing nothing. So it, you got to start somewhere. So it's, mm -hmm. it is, uh, it's a work in progress. Hi, Buna, can I speak to you for a second? Absolutely. So it's Carrie. Oh. We learn from each other. Exactly. You know, so, like we say, yes. countries have borders, but leadership, exactly. philosophy have no borders. I'd like to continue that message this afternoon on the panel. Um, okay. But being uh, at the uh, NFB convention last year was great education for me too. Mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, because I love Canada and I just want it to get, I want it to be better for people. And I see them struggling because I struggle still. So. And then 
caring you're in the country like Canada, Canada they they people shouldn't have to struggle. No, you know, I understand a country like Nepal, mm -hmm. it's you know, it's it's, 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 it's still there. People are making oh, better. Country like Canada shouldn't have to. You know, but nobody can do it but us. Everybody assumes this is Canada, you know, you know, Nepal, Canada, people, people hear Canada and they think it is. So, you know, we're there, but we're not there. And then I hear like people talk about, you know, that it's, they think about leaving Canada and that's their choice. But I just, I don't want to abandon the, the country that I love um, in, in hopelessness. Exactly. And when you, if you leave, who gonna, who gonna lead that way? Exactly. You know, if we all leave, who gonna lead the way? Yeah, we all just Going to abandon exactly, exactly. Be left behind. Yeah, exactly. And we talk about Canada compared to the U.S. and we compare each other. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't change if we don't do anything about it. You know, to start, we have to go through a lot of struggle. Even today, in America, is everything perfect? No, no way. You it's way better. Like, but is everything perfect? Mm -hmm. That's why the argument of the NFP, we mm -hmm. keep fighting, yeah. really you know? And then I was so happy, yeah. you know, I that know Federation is, you know, it's, it's, it's an extension. Okay. It's but the force, the force here has to be stronger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. Because as a Canadian citizen, you can say, you know what? If one blind, if one-sided Canadian citizen matter, one blind Canadian citizen matters as well. And that's why we do. We wanted to do Outlook our show because we we want. Well, it's for sighted people and blind people. Exactly. Yeah, I. You know, I tried to explain to her why I wanted to talk to her that day, but uh, you know, her all her points that she makes there, and and she does them so well that it just really moved me at the time because you know it's a struggle sometimes but but uh i found her words very comforting and uh, i was glad she got spoke with me there because if i hadn't grabbed her there you know she was in well that's that's the thing and you know we wanted to do these exclusive inter interviews and everything but everyone's so busy too and if you don't catch someone at the right time you don't know when you're going to run into them next and it's just it's it's a bit of a flurry of uh action and a lot going on so it's it's tough to catch everything how you want it, um, but we were, I am glad that you were able to get that interview with her because she is quite the inspiration. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, maybe we'll see her again at a future convention. Yeah, know. I'm sure we will at some some point. Um, so yeah, also going on in that day, that day um, there were exhibits and there was a... Uh, and that was a scheduling conflict because we yeah, had it was workshops tricky, yeah. and exhibits at the same time. People had their tables with information tables and and, and things, but I never got out to see there because I was that I was so focused because I was running the panel in the afternoon. I was yeah, so, so the, the there was exhibits from you know everything from Braille Literacy Canada, Neil Squire Society, Access RDSP. There was Vocal Eye. Blind Beginnings, all sorts of great organizations. Unfortunately, I didn't really get to check any of these out because I was in the other room for the panels and seminars, but mm -hmm. that was cool. And then there was also a blindness skills fair um, going on where there was a self-defense defense instructor who was blind who was showing people different techniques. Um, yeah, there was a whole bunch. There was a, a tactile miniature museum, which I didn't get to check out. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you know, there's always so much going on and this is, this is just the Canadian version, the U S exactly. version. There's even more stuff, but it's, it's also a bit longer. So there's a giant exhibits hall and there's just tables, rows of tables with products and demonstrations and, and, you know, organizations and each state has their own table with merchandise. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, there was so much, so much there. Um, I like our smaller one. We had about 60, 
60 yeah, people. Yeah, it was around 60 people there. And the, there's benefits to both. I think the, the the one in the States is great because there are so many people and you you get to meet so many people and it, it's longer and it, it feels like a bit more of an event to some degree. But, I mean, not really because this one is getting better. It's In some ways, it's nice that it's smaller because then you do mm. get a chance to actually talk to yeah. more people. And if you run into someone, chances are you will find them again because there's only... 60 people there instead of 3,000. You can if you work on it. I just wander the rooms and you just listen for voices. Yeah. You, you can you can find a way, right? So it's... Um, but yeah, we broke for lunch and then uh, I I ran my panel in the afternoon, which was... Um, so it was a seminar, Blindness Has No Borders, a f- positive perspective on blindness and the abilities of blind people. Yeah, okay. And yeah, so this was this was run by Carrie here. So, you know, Brian and I are both the shyest people. Well, the shyest people. I don't know. That's a, that's a claim I made, but there's some other shy people there too, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't want to claim to be the but, only uh, ones, but it was a good experience that day and night for me and then next for Brian, which we'll sh- show you here because it just got us out of our shells and and it's sometimes it I always think I'm not I'm not I'm not really a leader type, but when you run a panel, you kind of have to, you know, keep it going and introduce each guest and and, uh, you know, it was very well received. So so we had, there were a few speakers on this panel. I'm, we're going to play a quick montage here in a second um, that just shows a few clips from the afternoon panel on CFB philosophy. Lots of interesting perspectives. But yeah, Carla McQuillan spoke, who is the president of the, another uh, uh, American, the president of the National Federation of the Blind of Oregon, spoke and did a great speech. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Ellen Gabius, who is the president of the Canadian Federation of the Blind, spoke. Eric Bergraff, who've ha- who we've had on the show, the president or chairman of the Canadian Federation of the Blind of Ontario, he spoke. And, uh, yeah, someone, uh, Jessica Gladys from Out West um, spoke as well. So it was a great... And Sean from Blind Beginnings. Oh, yeah, and Sean from... child. So many speakers, as you can see. Um, So what we did for the purposes of this show is just put together a little montage of that afternoon panel on CFB philosophy. This panel is called Blindness Has No Borders. As um, Buna was saying this morning, uh, it's a positive perspective on blindness and the abilities of blind people. First of all, on the pa- panel is uh, Mary, Mary Ellen Gabias, the president of the Canadian Federation of the Blind. I hope that this becomes a more interactive discussion because we talk about our philosophy and what we believe about blindness and it really isn't like a lecture where you're teaching a class and this is the rule and this is how it is and if you don't think that way you're wrong Um, it is much more of a sharing and a growing together um, with certain underlying principles behind it. Well, my philosophy about blindness was horrible when I was a child growing up. I was uh, diagnosed with RP when I was five, and my parents didn't tell me that I was visually impaired until I was 12. This is the most important section of the convention. There was also, in my mind, this huge disconnect because um, I believe blind people could be independent. I knew that. But I didn't know how to get from where I was to being independent. As soon as the curve comes down, you feel it, boom, you're in the center. And of course, I can walk a straight line across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a problem since. That one thing changed my life. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Blind people were actually expected to get out of their chair. 
things they can't. Please get up right now and come find me. Yeah, so lots of great little clips in there. Yeah, um, so lots many of great speakers. <laughs> so we did. So I introduced everybody and let you know let our speakers talk about their own you know personal experiences with it, and then you know if they weren't positive about the blindness early early on, how they got to where they are now or where they are. And that's and then, a lot of people early in life. You're not mm-hmm. so sure and confident, and you might not believe that you can be independent. And sometimes that has to do with your that's role models or like people a, who you live with or well, yeah, even there's so many factors, your family not telling you until you're 12, you, even though you, they found out earlier, like there's so many, you know, there's so but many situations. We have Elizabeth there at the end, near the end there speaking. She was running the convention and she's, um, she's great. And she was talking about just getting up and find the microphone. Don't be a blind person, just afraid to get up and go looking for what you want or, you know, go looking for where you need to go to speak, to speak your mind and to be heard. So, so that was the panel, and I, I was feeling pretty good about that. And then yeah, uh, Carrie did a fantastic job at that panel. Yeah, you'll <laughs> yeah, I guess you'll so, hear that coming up here. So here's Brian. It was Brian's turn uh, at the front of the room. And um, so you know, a silent auction does does not work as a fundraising <laughs> tool for blind people. So ours was called Loud uh, and Proud. Was it no Live and Loud or Loud and Live? No, I think it was Proud. I don't think so. Anyway, really? let's see <laughs> oh, Brian. Get into a disagreement let's now. see Brian in action. <laughs> Yeah, this was kind of interesting. I was asked to be the auctioneer, which I'd never done before. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to help. How and this do you, was how do those guys do that? I don't know the the real auctioneers, but anyway, it was a it was a great fundraiser for the CFB, and it was very important. And it, it actually turned out quite well. So here's here's a montage and preview of how the auction went. Brian Kajuski, take it away. Everybody up this way. All right, I don't know what some of this stuff is, but thank you, Josh. It'll, it'll be fun. I'll start at seven dollars. We got seven dollars. Ten dollars. Twelve dollars. Oh well, for twelve dollars. Thirteen. How much? Thirteen. Thirteen. Come on, thirteen. Fourteen. Thirteen. Sixteen. This is not such a loud, boisterous auction. Sorry, they asked the shyest person on the place to do the auction. For 64 gigabyte USB 3.1, going twice. Come on, you've got a dash. 25 bucks, going twice. Going twice. It's gone. We have a very special item here. It is three pedestal glass mugs, but they're special because they are 75th anniversary NFB mugs. They're pedestal mugs, the glass, they are beautiful. And they are kind of a one of a kind deal. Like, I don't see if you'll see this. It's a limited edition and, you know, 75 years for NFB. It's a landmark. 30 bucks is worth it. It's totally worth it. It's for the Canadian Zion from Factory We have the Politics of Blindness. Uh, Braille book, Graham McCreef, who unfortunately isn't, wasn't able to make it this time, but um, this is an amazing book. It is amazing. It's the Braille version, too, which is, you know, it's two volumes worth, yes. Is somebody the getting the auction? Here's the water. I have to do it. Thirty-two. 
right, so so Carrie Kajewski is here, right? In the audience? Yes. Did everyone, did anyone catch her panel this afternoon? Yes. I wanted to say it was it was incredible. It was. She did such such oh, a great job. Very good. Okay, where is this leading to? Okay. Please. So yeah, where's this going? Carrie had the idea to do a talk show, a radio talk show inspired by the CFB. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So here I have a USB key with 26 episodes that we've done of the show, an MP3. Oh along with a CBC interview and one of my music radio shows that I do as well. 25. We got 25. 100. Oh! <laughs> we, we got 100. 101, anyone? <laughs> one, two, three, sold. There you go. Yes. Yeah, so we raised about $1,000. Well done, Brian. And I wasn't auctioned off, you know, my life to <laughs> someone else. But yeah, a quick shout out to, to uh, Daryl and Thelma, who we've mentioned on the show before. They put together the video we They're played good friends, a few months friends back. Um, but yeah, it was Daryl who bid the, the, the $100 uh, to the auction for the USB stick with all of our Outlook episodes. So that, that yeah, so that, that's, that's so great. And uh, thanks so much for that. We raised great money for such an important organization. So the overreaching theme uh, is captured in a song that the NFB put out. Actually, it's what is it called? James Brown and the Cane Tips. Yeah, that's the the artist of this. So the song we're gonna finish off the show. My with favorite today. line in the song that makes me smile every time is, "So you're blind, you'll be fine." <laughs> it's like, oh, good, I'll be fine, thank you. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of a little cheesy in ways, but it is an inspirational, positive, uplifting song um, that made. represents the NFB um, and likewise the CFB. So we wanted to finish off today's show with this song. Thanks um, for listening to Outlook today. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with 2019 CFB Convention Part 2. And as always, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western, or on Twitter at Outlook CFB. Uh, okay, here's the song and have a good All right, week. so here you go. Live the life you want. Good message for everyone. <laughs> Change on a wage, that's what we're doing. Come with